Break From Reality, the podcast where we talk about all things Love Island reality TV and what's really going on on and off the camera. I'm Hannah Kosh, your pop culture big sis and resident tea spiller. And I'm Jess Lucero, an entertainment and sports reporter and Love Island super fan. We're here to dish and dish we shall. If you're a fan of the show, be sure to subscribe to get all of the hot takes and Islander interviews as soon as they're out. We teed it up yesterday, but not only are we going to dive into Casa more, but we're hearing from the one and only Andy. But first, let's talk about Tuesday night's episode because we've got Casa more day two and everyone's least favorite challenge went down. <laughs> first, I want to say I'm glad that they went back and did the other one because that one is my favorite. I know the way I was like so ready to cancel Love Island for not doing that. <laughs> I was like, okay, thank God. At least they're finally doing it. <laughs> but they hid it from us. Like they didn't want us to know that they were doing that. Usually it's right away. Yeah, that's just like, that's where you get all the tea. You can't not do that. And then I am kind of wondering if it was a little rigged. And I think someone might have said, like joked around being like, oh my God, it was rigged. Casa more won. Low-key, it might have been rigged because they won every single challenge. Yes. And they're the ones with the hideaway and they're the ones who are going to use the hideaway. Oh, Exactly. I was like, hmm, this might have been leaning in their favor from the beginning, but not that mad about it because I guess that's where we're going to get all the info anyways. <laughs> right. Did you hear Deb when um, they were doing the <laughs> human centipede challenge and she was like, I look like the girl in the club who throws up and then rallies. <laughs> she really did look like that, though. It looked like there was vomit all over her face. And I was like, ew. Uh, I just feel so bad. I don't even know how they managed to do that. I couldn't watch the whole thing. So I know the first half of it, the, there was like only half of the people involved. And I'm wondering if half of them didn't have to do it or if they had like a second round. I don't know. Did you watch the whole thing? Um, I like halfway watched the whole thing. Um, halfway was like looking on Twitter to see what everyone else was saying. If everyone else was as like disgusted as I was watching this. But I wonder if there's people who are like, I'm actually going to throw up if I do this. Literally, that would be me. Or I'd be the first person to go because, oh my God, no. Just thinking about it is like. I want to gag thinking about it. <laughs> Literally, we're over here like we haven't even been near people because of COVID for two years. But meanwhile, they're just like spitting into each other's mouths, like baby birding each other the whole line. <laughs> oh, it's so nasty. We need to move on. I can't do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> please, 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 please. I'm going to make both of us gag over here. Well, it actually is, and I'm like, this is an audio podcast, so I don't want you listening to that because it's gonna, oh, <laughs> everyone else starts gagging too. <laughs> Yeah, they're just like, tune out, over it, just like me in last night's episode. <laughs> so can we talk about Deb and Kyle? How do we feel about the two of them? I mean, that was a steamier makeout than she's had with Jesse the entire time. For real. And I did think it was funny that Zita and Naja were over there, like, in the corner, peeking around, telling her to do it, like, giving her a thumbs up. I thought that was cute. I was like, okay, this is, like, girls, like. Girls being girls, and I love it. <laughs> I know. It was super cute, but then I was thinking if the roles were reversed and there were guys doing that for Jesse, how pissed would Twitter and the rest of the world be? You know, they'd be like, oh, my God, the guys are egging it on again. 
when shockingly the girls are the ones who are egging everything on this season and still nothing's really happening outside of Deb getting a little makeout in. <laughs> exactly. I do feel like probably it was around that situation where they're like, probably have heard her complaining about Jesse a little bit with like how slow it's going or like the way that their relationship has been playing out. So maybe it was because it was Deb. They're like, go get it. Like yeah, you deserve it at this point because I feel like if it was Sydney or even Dita, they wouldn't be acting the same way. Yeah, that's a good point. It's just a, a kind of a matter of time before I think Jesse and Deb realize that they're just not going to work if there's literally no kissing even. But then again, Jesse is like, oh my gosh, he is kind of sad to even watch in Cosmore because he, all he's doing is thinking about Deb. And there's just like, <laughs> Deb's over here moving on. And then the fact that, like, Zita and Deb slept outside. Oh, my gosh, yes. And then Timmy was like, get on in this bed here. Yeah, I know. Timmy's been pretty good about it, but he's had moments. Like, when I saw him grinding with that girl, I was like, oh, this is already a little scary to watch. And then him in bed with that girl. And he's been talking to them, but he's been keeping it pretty platonic for the most part. I I don't think there's anything... I wouldn't be worried if I saw what Zita, if I'm Zita and I saw what we saw, like, I'd be like, okay, like, he's gonna sleep inside, because that's who he is. But there mm-hmm. weren't any like, really, really major red flag moments yet. Yeah, it's all just like, very friendly on his end. So and I do think the girls have realized that, because it doesn't even seem like they're trying. Well, they're not trying with Timmy, at least. <laughs> yeah, luckily. So with the Kyle situation, There has been some tweets that have been released saying that he has allegedly sexually assaulted one or two, we don't know exactly, but some women. And so, you know, they're saying that he's definitely had some bad behavior that he's Mm -hmm. gone through in the past and he has transmitted some sexually, some STDs. And they're like, oh, does Love Island even check for that sort of thing? Well, one, we know that they do. We've got that part covered. But for the rest of it, I would like to know if that's true because I think Deb would also like to know if that's true. Anyone who's dating someone who has done something like that, like you should at least know before you want to continue a relationship with them. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I mean, I would imagine that they do any sort of background check or criminal history and all of that sort of stuff as well. And the tricky part is if like people are saying that this had allegedly happened, but there wasn't any like paper trail, it's so hard to kind of see it before the fact. So it's such like an interesting situation and like Deb too, like has every right to know Mm -hmm. everyone's past or like even anyone going into the villa if you're going to be like open yourself up to potentially being in a relationship with someone you deserve to know basically everything or I guess not everything but you should be confident that this person is a good person and any felonies that they might have had okay (laughs) like if you didn't properly file your taxes I don't really care but if it's something (laughs) like this it's a little more serious so I'm sure the producers have gotten word about this by now and I'm sort of just wondering how they're going to address it because if they don't address it that looks really bad on Peacock really bad on the show 
really bad on Kyle. Like there's mm-hmm. just a lot of factors in this if they don't address it at all. So I'm going to need that to happen. Yeah. I do definitely feel like if this turns out to be true, that he would have to be off the show. I would think. <laughs> right. I mean, that would be the first time anything like this has happened to my knowledge. So I I just genuinely have no clue how this is going to go down. But I would like to have known. It would almost be... I'm over here thinking like a producer when this is like a very serious matter. But if if they showed something where it was like the producer seeing what happened, like calling everyone into a room and then them being like, listen, we're going to have to get rid yeah. of you. I think that would be the most open way for the audience to see how that would go down, you know, rather than it being like sketchy. Because okay. there, I don't know if you remember, this is actually a good point to compare it to. And it's like so minor. So this girl, um, last season, I believe she was a Casa Amor girl. She had colored hair, I want to say. She's either blonde or she had like purple hair or something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. She was in Casa Amor. Can't remember her name. Anyways, she came back. And the next thing you know, she wasn't there. And everyone was like, oh, where did she go? Like she just disappeared. And so it turns out it was something to do with like, weed or a vape pen or something along those lines oh and so they got rid of her that is alleged as well let me say that because I mean I don't know for sure no one came out and addressed it and so that's what I'm saying I just hope that they don't turn it into something like that where they're like oh he's just gone yeah no I think you would have to and then like obviously this plays a whole another factor with like Deb and Jesse and everything moving forward as well because she was like he's saying all of these things to me and like I honestly thought it was, like, I mean, I don't know. I just felt, like, with her and Jessie, it had been so, like, platonic for a little bit that, like, this was a little spark for her. So, who like, I feel like this will also be a factor in, like, between Deb and Jessie and then, obviously, this as well. Yeah. It's cute to see how much he's missing her. I don't know if I expected him to miss her that much. Like, the way <laughs> when, when Avery and him are talking – he just looked, both of them kind of look like they're not even looking at each other. They're not even in the conversation. They're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there is the the opposite of a spark here. Like, <laughs> exactly. we are like putting water on this fire to help it stop because. <laughs> yeah. Avery was definitely trying at first. And then I think she realized that Jesse was not reciprocating at all. Like, there is the whole Isaiah situation where he is trying to pull himself back. But in Jesse's situation, he has completely pulled himself back. He is not even trying at all. Which, again, I agree with you. I did not expect at all. But I kind of wish he would do it a little bit. Like, yeah. I'm not saying he needs to go and make out and sleep with all of these girls. But, like, you can, like, put your toe in the water and test it out a little bit. <laughs> For real, like, give us a little flirt action because we haven't seen you flirt with Deb, not too much at least. Mm-hmm. We haven't flirt with these girls. I'm starting to get to the point where, honestly, you come to Love Island and you do have to be flirty. You know, you have to be willing to test those waters. And he's willing to kind of be in, like, a relationship with Deb, it looks like, but he is not giving her what she needs. And so if he can't give her what she needs, I don't know if he'll give anyone what they need. So it's like, whoa, what's the point? 
not to be the only one yeah no it honestly and like the only one you've actually seen him like show emotion with was serenity (laughs) oh my gosh yes so true so like talked about and then you know we what she said so (laughs) exactly so that one does feel like maybe she went too early like i wonder if she would have been able to bring that out of him because her and Deb are both outgoing, but Serenity mm-hmm. is more outgoing in like a sexual way as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's a good point, man. So Sad. we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I hope that like everything with the Kyle situation, I hope that he is not a horrible person. Yeah. I hope he didn't do these things, but maybe like Deb too will be like, I want to be with Jesse and then they'll just have like all of these sparks when they come back because they've missed each other. Who knows? Fingers crossed. <laughs> I don't think so, but you never know. <laughs> yeah. With them too, man. It's just, uh, you want it. You can't want it more than they want it. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Okay. We have to talk about Isaiah. <laughs> Dude. It is so juicy watching Phoebe and him. But he's not really doing that much. No, he's trying really hard to be good. (laughs) Yeah. But then again, there was that when she out. Are you you thinking about the same thing as me when he's it? Yeah. When she's like, oh, yeah, he did grab my butt a little and they showed it. And I was like, yeah, that's for sure. It's almost like, okay, there's a few things. To me, it seems like he's over here trying to convince himself that he's in love with Sydney and that's mm-hmm. why he keeps saying it or otherwise he's just trying to do like the machismo thing and tell all the guys what they want to hear and be like, yeah, you know, I'm going to, I'm totally, I'm not tied down or anything. <laughs> and, and like, you're kind of acting like you're tied down. So either fully commit. Yeah. Or pull back. And I even thought when like, I did think, too, that Phoebe was – I didn't think she was being overly disrespectful or, like, crossing boundaries that much either because she was like, you know, we'll sit here and talk all night, and at the end of it, you'll know, like, what like what decision you want to make. And I'm like, okay, not a bad way to kind of put this into perspective. Like, if, honestly, he sits there and talks to her all night and he ends up, like, thinking that he might like her more, it's really shitty to Sydney, but, like, that's kind of how the game goes. Yeah, I actually completely agree. And – Twitter is like not happy with Phoebe at all. They're they all seem to be Team Sydney, but and like they, I am Team Sydney too. I will put that out there. I am Team Sydney, but I also just feel like she was not being that bad in this situation. <laughs> Phoebe, I'm back and forth because I feel like Sydney is suffocating him a little bit too much. Like I do agree with Phoebe there, but I'm also one of those people where I'm like, God hang out with the girls like you don't yeah. always need to be around your boyfriend and that's not even referring to Sydney that's just like how I am in general with people yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but with Phoebe I honestly haven't thought she's been disrespectful with this situation we've definitely seen way worse like I yeah. think I believe it was Mercedes and Johnny from last season of US she was like very forward and Phoebe's as well but she was like um physically very forward as well so I think when it comes to like talking crap on 
the girl that they're with, that's where it starts to become a little disrespectful. And yeah. I don't think Phoebe has really said anything wrong outside of like, I think I'd be better for you than she is, you know? Yeah. I even think that like nausea was saying like worse things than what Phoebe was saying when she was like, look at Sydney over there. She won't give him any space. Like she wouldn't let him talk to anybody. I'm like, she's not even saying that sort of stuff about her at all. So like there is, and then again, we are in Love Island. Like we also have to remember that. Yeah, definitely. Like there's always one that happens in Casa Moore and of course, we knew it was going to be Isaiah. But with the whole nausea situation, I think that's another reason why I'm a little like, I want to be Team Sydney. I like her as a person. It's just I don't like how she is like laying it on so much with Isaiah. I totally understand mm-hmm. she's like pretty much in love with the man. <laughs> and so it makes it hard to pull back at all. But when she went up to him and said, oh, she's like upset talking about nausea she's obsessed with you she wants to do this this and that and it was not what she said at all yeah I'm like mm, mm. okay it's getting the thing is too, like I wish Sydney would just try and maybe talk to somebody like again I don't want her to go I mean I don't care what she does to be honest but like she can go make out with someone but like she's not even letting herself even chat with someone I'm like just have a chat it's exactly okay yeah I do think there is a benefit to all of these people talking to other, to new people when it comes to Casa more. You know, it just reminds you that you are meant to be with who you're with. Yeah. And like a lot of these people do take it too far, especially we saw in Love Island UK this season. <laughs> the guys took it too far and yeah, you know how yeah. that ended for a lot of them. <laughs> but, you don't have to go that far where yeah. you're licking titties and stuff. <laughs> but I mean, I don't think considering they're not together, maybe this is just me being a bad person, but I feel like if they kiss someone like one time, <laughs> then I don't think that's the worst case scenario. No, I, I like, I get, I'm with you. I don't think that kissing someone is really that bad, especially in this situation, especially when you're like trying out new people. There's all these things like, okay, kiss them, Uh, whatever, big deal. (laughs) Right. But if you're like in bed, laying it on them and you're like grabbing stuff, that's where it does get a little different. That's where you would at least have to, if you're going to go back and couple up with like, let's say that was Isaiah, he couples up with Sydney, you would have to at least tell her what he did. You know what I mean? One million percent. But and we saw in the night stand <laughs> that there might be some stuff he has to tell her. Oh my god, I'm freaking out with this hideaway. Dude, the producers are so disrespectful for this. <laughs> oh, always. Every single episode. <laughs> I cannot believe there's never been a hideaway in Casa More. This is just like not a thing. And they're like, right away, the boys get it. Okay, of course. What? <laughs> of course. And this is like the only relationship that there is really major sexual tension. Once again, it has to do with Isaiah. <laughs> but it's kind of sad that the Casa Moore girls are like, I think we have to send Phoebe and that's our only chance of this happening. What about Sean Say? What about the redhead that he slept with on night one? Like maybe yeah. he's more into redheads. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he has a full type, okay? And he wants yeah. to go full redhead. <laughs> But she, Phoebe just seems to be laying it on. I'm proud of her. Okay. I'll say that. Oh yeah. She's doing great. But 
she might be laying it on too thick to where I don't know if he might get turned off by that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he likes that. <laughs> I don't know what he likes at this point, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I can't figure him out. Do you think it's them two in the hideaway? Oh, it absolutely is. I saw a still. There is no way that okay. that's not them. <laughs> uh-uh. There is no chance. And if Sydney catches wind of that, she's going to freak out. <laughs> they need to have like that movie um, challenge. I don't even know what to call it, where you yeah. just, like, watch clips of people doing stuff that they weren't supposed to do <laughs> that they didn't tell you about. And then um, have you seen the clip of Phoebe rubbing up on Isaiah? Which yes. Which is in this next episode. I think it is too in her hands, like in his shirt. I was like, yes. oh my God. Yes. It's like, I just, if she's not feeling it back from him, I don't want her to push too much because the kind of, while it makes her look ballsy, it doesn't look the greatest considering he's the one in a relationship and he is pulling himself back. Yeah. But if he was like full in balls to the wall, I'd be like, okay, girl, you do you. But like yeah. the fact that he at least as of now seems a little bit tentative about yeah. it. I'm like, okay, maybe we like pull it back just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> this next episode, I'm just like going to be refreshing my TV until – I know. Sometimes they drop them early. So I'm like, okay, let's watch. <laughs> yeah. I go in at about 535. And that's <laughs> only when it's up. There's a good chance it's already there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, I know. Tomorrow. And like, what has Chaz been doing? He's just just chilling. <laughs> Dude, and all of Twitter is pissed. They're like, tell me how everyone is going for this Isaiah man when you've got Jared in there who's hot AF, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, yes, Jared is so attractive. Why is no one even looking his way? At all. Like, literally not giving him, like, any attention. I'm like, he is a hot man. Yeah. I can't tell if that's the producers being like, oh, he's more boring than we thought. Or if they think that we're not invested. But I would love to hear from him. I'm invested. I would <laughs> like to know. Even Jeff, too. What are what are all these other ones doing? For real, Jeff. What's going on? I want, I want to find out who these other girls are coupling up with. I still don't even know their names. I'm, like, trying to look at my notes. But I think Bella could have come back. Oh, if they don't do the whole thing where all the girls are lined up and the guys choose who they couple up with, say Isaiah couples up with Sydney, and then Sarah Allen's like, oh, Phoebe, um, are you shocked about this? If she doesn't do that, yes, I'm leaving. I'm throwing my TV out the window. Yeah, I'm turning this off right now because we need that. That's like the actual good stuff. Yes, that's where, oh, everything gets flipped upside down. But I guess we'll see. It seems like we've got at least two more nights before it's over. Yeah, so there's going to be definitely more. But <laughs> Casa more and last night's episode, literally, there's so much. It's endless drama. We could talk about it forever. But we've been waiting for a week to talk to Andy, and the time has finally come. So welcome, Andy. Thank you, Andy, for so much for being here. We are so excited to talk to you. <laughs> Of course. It's good to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Can I just say, it's been so good to see, obviously it's not great to, that you got, that you're no longer on the show, but <laughs> it's been great to see how strong your connection was with Maddie, because I don't think we saw that as much as the viewer. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think too, because I saw yesterday on my Instagram, everyone's commenting, Maddie says she misses you. I haven't watched any of the episodes since I've been off. 
And so I've been completely out of the blue of kind of where she's at right now. So I've been hearing some things of she's definitely mentioning how she's missing me. And so it does feel good just showing that we had a true, genuine connection within our time there in the villa. How have you been since you've left? You haven't had the time to watch the shows, but how's it been outside of that? No, life's been, it's been a bit, a bit of an adjustment. I'm not going to lie to you getting back in my sleep schedule. Emotionally, I'm still drained. Um, running around a little bit in New York right now. So from Cali over to Minnesota, now into New York, I've been traveling, um, trying to get back into the swing of things at this point. You were one of the OGs, obviously one of the first ones in there. How were all of the guys? Like, was it an instant connection between all of the bros in there? Like, what was it like? No, day one, I mean, all the guys are super close. And I think that was even when we got new guys in. Every, it's a very tight-knit group. But, I mean, I was the first one in. And then I had Timmy come in right after me. And, and he's just such a down-to-earth, really cool dude just to kind of chat with. And then we got Isaiah coming in. who had <laughs> He had his hair slicked back. And so I'm like, I got my brother 2.0 coming in right now just with tattoos and earrings. But no, obviously him and I have some history on the show, but everything was cleared and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it all. But um, him and I are in a good, a good spot and a good friendship. And then um, Felipe and Jesse again, we're also just really good dudes and love getting to know them. It's like Isaiah is Andy if Andy wasn't a mama's boy. Get out of here with that talk. <laughs> I'm still yet to watch the first episode, but I know that was a point of discussion. Yeah. Yeah. That was such a small conversation on day one, and apparently they just ran with it. So I'm just like. It's only because of Courtney's reaction that they had to put it in there. It's so Uh, funny. Courtney could not let it go. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So I'm a a mama's boy, I guess. (laughs) You're in New York with your mom right now, right? No, she's here right now. Watching every episode, every single day, hosting little Andy parties. Yeah, I don't. I I stayed away. I don't want to know what she she would. When I got back, she was a big mess. Apparently, that first episode, she was just utter disaster, crying. And so I'm just like, don't tell me anything. I know she had little parties and all that, but I've just been like, I don't want to hear it from you. Oh my God. What, what is she crying? I know. What was that? Why was she crying? Well, just because that first episode, like, she was getting worried, like, what if he leaves early because of me? Like, he's a mama's boy. Like, relax. I can handle myself. I'm a, I'm a grown man here. It's not because of you, mom. I promise. <laughs> that is so what funny. made you want to go on the show in the first place? Like, how did it all happen? Yeah, I guess for me, someone reached out le- uh, late April, and I've had a few other shows hit me up previously this year, and I've I was thinking about like, all right, maybe I should look into something. And I just like how reality or Love Island portrays their people. It's not so much of a go on the show, make a fool of yourself. You actually are there growing true connections. And it's more just like who you are. And so I like that. And so I passed up a couple of different opportunities earlier this year. And I'm like this, I feel like I'm ready for a jump. I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm meant for more what I'm doing right now. And so this was just kind of that opportunity I took and was uh, super excited about. Why do you think you had so many casting directors? I don't even know what they're called. But why were so many shows coming to you? 
That's a good question. I guess I don't exactly have an answer for. Um, I don't know. I am very fun when it comes. I try and show my personality on anything I'm on. So I'm sure they saw me on social media and TikTok and Instagram. And so and I don't even have a big following or anything, but I just think I'm my true, genuine self. And that's what I was on the show. And that must catch at least a couple people's eyes. That has to be flattering. I know. (laughs) So, yeah, Love Island was one that I when they reached out, I'm like, yeah, let's kind of move forward with this one. So since you've left, have girls been just like throwing themselves at you or <laughs> what's that been like? <laughs> I will keep that one as confidential as possible. <laughs> DMs, I'm not going to lie to you. DMs have been a little overwhelming. <laughs> I can all, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're, they're a little much right now. I'm just still trying to feel everything out too emotionally wise. I'm trying to catch up from Love Island. So I'm just like not trying to jump into, I'm just staying in my own lane right now and, and not trying to venture into many different avenues yeah are you still like mentally with maddie or are you a little more over that like where's your headspace at yeah i mean obviously a part of me is like we grew a really good connection in there and like i am excited to chat with her on the outside world i don't know exactly where she's at right now on the inside but i do also know the reality of the situation she lives in oklahoma i'm up in minnesota there's gonna be a lot of tough conversations to be had um, but i am excited to get out at least see where her head's at and go from there. But I do know the reality of the situation being across country. Things would have to move extremely slow and to make the right decisions if we were to move forward with anything ever. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Have you talked to any of the other Islanders since you've been out? Yeah, I've talked to Tyler. He's living his best life right now. And also, I just got off a Zoom with Bria. I'll be with Serenity here tonight. And then Val... uh, I've been in touch with everyone, actually, but I get to see Serenity here in the next couple hours, so that'll be fun. So exciting. And it's just cool because you guys are really the only ones that can understand what you've gone through and what you're still going through. So I feel like there's always going to be, like, a really strong connection. But same with past Islanders. (laughs) I'm like, I'm telling you, we've been talking about this with all the Islanders, and a lot of them have had people from previous seasons dive into their dms have you really i have no not anyone from previous seasons no i mean interviews and such but nothing uh (laughs) from past trying to slide into my dms no not yet at least are you gonna slide into any dms i don't plan on it i don't (laughs) plan on sliding into anyone's dms at least until everything is with this show, it's kind of wrapped up. I'm not going to jump into anything. I'm just going to kind of keep doing my own thing right now. And if obviously something pops up, something pops up. But <laughs> stay in my own lane right now. Yeah. That's, okay, you kind of brought it up earlier, but let's talk about this Sydney Isaiah situation. Do you think that he kind of like overreacted a little bit or about the secret kiss and the recoupling? Kind of talk us through that whole situation. Yeah, I mean – so first off, I guess, why did I choose Sydney in the first place? And she was one that her and I kind of expressed from afar. We have interest in each other, and I didn't want to leave the villa with any regrets. And so that's why I kind of made the bold decision. We had a good conversation before that recoupling. And I actually was going into that night picking Maddie. And then her and I had that conversation. I went right to the producers. I'm like, hey, let's. I'm going to take a risk here. Let's take a shot. Um, obviously things kind of panned out how they did led Isaiah and Sydney back to each other and me back with Maddie, but, um, I didn't want to leave with any, any regrets. Mm -hmm. Do I think that maybe 
he handled it a little more aggressively than he needed to. I mean, again, this is less than one week we know each other, and yeah. this is a dating show. I'm going to follow my heart and what I think is best. And so I tried to do my best with him coming at me of hearing what he has to say and understand where his point of view. Um, but also I know I got to do what's best for myself and, and following my heart. So I think that's what I did on my time on the show. And I'm glad that it wasn't aired, but I actually pulled him for a chat a day after the big bro down conversation <laughs> and we kind of cleared the air a little bit. So him and I are in a good spot right now. Who would you say is the strongest couple like from your perspective? Because in this last episode, Isaiah and Sydney were saying that they, they think they're the strongest. And there's obviously like Zita and Timmy who've been together for a while, Jesse and Deb, but you got to see it more so since you were on the island with them. If everything goes as planned, Timmy and Zita definitely were starting to rekindle when I was leaving. And I saw them from day one and their connection, I'm not going to lie, was pretty undeniable. They were on each mm -hmm. other's same wavelengths. They seem like if they actually are to rekindle, they would have the strongest connection. Um, Sydney and Isaiah, when I was there, had the strongest connection, but I also could see his head turning a little bit for new people coming in. From mm. what I've heard, there might be a couple new people. Yeah. Um, so his head may be turning. That might hurt their connection that they have. Um, so I would probably say Timmy and Zita are going to have the strongest relationship and I think have the best chance to win this show, to be honest. Yeah, they're so funny together. <laughs> a blast. I freaking queen. Queen, Zita is an absolute queen. I, yes. I she's a queen. Like I mother figure within the villa and I had some great chats with her of just like talking through even my emotions and where my head's at. So she was just someone I could lean on to within mm -hmm. the villa. We kind of get, I was going to say, you go, but we kind of get those vibes like from the outside just from watching. So I'm so glad that it's like she's that way yeah. in real life too, because we're like, she kind of seems like when everyone needs someone to talk to, they'll like come and talk to Zeta and she'll give you like a sounding voice and like reason and then like, but also can turn on the flip switch when she needs to as well. So yeah, she's an absolute woman to, I mean, alpha woman. She's just, I have nothing bad I can possibly say about her. She's phenomenal. There's a lot of alpha women on this season. <laughs> I, yeah, right? I, I can agree with that one. There's, there was quite a few. Butting heads, definitely. I, four of them right off the top of my head. We have four. I mean, Bria, Zeta, Serenity, and Val, I felt also very alpha. So I think yep. that's probably why they all initially butted heads and had some sort of drama with each other. But, yeah, I mean, I do like a strong, confident woman, though, so it's not something that – turns my head away ah, so like you said the guys all got along really well was there ever well did you notice that the girls seemed to have a little more drama between them compared to the guys it felt that way i mean right? besides the whole isaiah me situation uh, honestly <laughs> the guys we were very understanding and like we understood we're, we're here to explore our options and, and get to know people and girls, obviously, I mean, they handled it a little bit differently. They I, it felt a little bit more possessive on the girl side of like, hey, this is my couple. Don't step on my toes kind of situation. So mm -hmm. I think as us guys, we try to be understanding, knowing that, hey, we're probably going to explore other options. And, you know, to have the strongest relationship and connection, I want you to do that because I don't want to be with somebody that's, hey, I still want to get to know, I don't know, Jesse. I still want to get to know Bryce, whoever it may be and you're in a connection with them. I'd rather clear the air, get to know everybody, and then we can move forward. So I think that's how us guys kind of operated. Yeah, it was cool to watch. 
as an audience member. Um, so do you think you could have had something with Sydney if Isaiah wasn't in the picture? Or did you kind of... That's, a, that's a good question. I mean, it definitely was something her and I kind of talked about um, quietly of, yeah, the tension in the air really killed any chances of, of us really getting to know each other. And you never know what happened if it wasn't for this little tension. So it's hard to say. I don't really know. I mean, obviously, she's a real beautiful girl. I'm excited to chat with everybody outside the villa. Um, so it's tough to say. Yeah. But what about once you got with Maddie? Like, did you kind of feel like there was still something between you and Sydney? No. I mean, at that point, I was fully turned on, on to Maddie, and I didn't want to, you know, lead anything out with Sydney. And that was one of the conversations when I did pull Zay aside. Um, I said, hey, I'm completely done with Sydney. Recoupling happens. You're going to have Sydney. I'm going to go with Maddie, and we're going to just clear the air here of I'm not going to pursue Sydney. So that was kind of part of the conversation with Isaiah. Is there anyone else in the villa that you wish you would have coupled up with at all? Um, in my time there, probably not. I don't have a whole lot of regrets. I mean, I can't say enough good things about Deb. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. She's obviously super beautiful, and her personality is just super fun. So to say I would wish I would have coupled up with her, I don't know. But yeah. I do really just enjoy Deb as a human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's so funny <laughs> at least that's what blast. it seems like she was an absolute blast to be with so I mean it's gonna be such a fun group to meet up with when everything's said and done and just go have some actual drinks together <laughs> are you using the Love Island water bottle is that what you keep drinking out of I know I was like I think I see it oh, I'm jealous <laughs> you Gotta get one of those. <laughs> and your suitcase. I wish they would have let us keep the suitcase, though. That we had to turn the suitcase in. So I would have liked to have kept that, but we got the water bottle. Wow, that's sad. I didn't know that. It's, I mean, come on. We it has your name on it. I, yeah, exactly. It's literally just a Target suitcase, and then they put like, I don't, you can you can take this off. Like it comes out. Oh. Um, so they just put Andy over it. So I'm sure that they're just gonna reuse it now, but. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's said and gone, so we're gonna go find someone else to put a, a new name on here. A new sticker on here. Yeah. <laughs> when Isaiah did come and have his like bro down moment with you, were you just kind of letting him have his peace and letting him say what he had to say? Because we noticed you didn't really like argue back as much as probably we would have thought. <laughs> I'm someone who I like to I don't like drama first off. So I anything I'm gonna hear him out, hear what he has to say. I'm trying to have a level head about everything. I didn't want to get some big back and forth altercation going because I do know he has a little bit more of a temper than I do. <laughs> and so I didn't want, I'm just going to let him say his piece. And if he lets me say anything back after he's done, great. If not, we'll chat again. And that's what happened the next day. I pulled him for a chat. We were both a little bit more calm and kind of cleared the air. So I more just wanted to hear what he had to say and all the bros that were coming out of the mouth <laughs> back and forth. I just kind of let it happen. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like sad but funny to yeah. watch. I mean, it was – he really came at me. I mean, he let into me. I'm not going to lie. But, again, I just let it happen. I knew he was feeling some sort of way and was completely caught off guard. So I was – tried to be as, as understanding as I could be. You did a great job, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not easy when someone comes at you with 50 bros in one conversation. <laughs> be a little much 
<laughs> we were, I was like, Jess, we need like a bro tracker to see how many times you said bro in this five minute period because I it does the limit does not exist. <laughs> it was a lot, but no, I just wanted to hear him out and hear what he has to say. So I mean, I'm glad. I mean, it didn't escalate. I think him and I handled it yeah. the best we could yeah. have and didn't have it escalate. So um, no, him and I are in a, a good a good place now. If you could play matchmaker and put two people together that were never coupled up, who can you think of? Who would you put together? Um, probably, I mean, I would probably say Jesse and Serenity. I think that would be still an interesting couple. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think Jesse does need somebody that really pulls it out of him. And I think Serenity has that alpha mentality that really yeah. kind of pushes them out of the comfort zones and, and in an emotional standpoint, I think Deb is just more lighthearted and they just kind of joke back and forth and nobody really, you know, grabs it. Mm-hmm. And so I think Serenity and Jesse would have been an interesting couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great answer right there. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, I wish we would have seen more of that now, like right. from after hearing all of this. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I mean, I think everybody, Everything kind of panned out again. I explored my options, so I kind of felt that I tested the waters. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody kind of is where it feels like they should be right now. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, so, okay, so you're in New York right now. You said you were in California. What else do you have coming up for you? Uh-uh. You get out of here. Ah! <laughs> 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 You don't, you don't get to come in yet. <laughs> it could be. I was like, that looks like mom for sure. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. Oh my gosh, I would have loved to have heard from her. No, <laughs> no she does not get to come on. <laughs> Go ahead, though. You were asking. Um, that's a great question. What was I asking, Hannah? Um, basically, what's next for you? What do What do you got going on? Yeah. So obviously for me, I would love to get back in the TV side of things. I'm obviously in real estate. I would love to hop on an HGTV show. I would love to incorporate my business now into a TV show of some sort, whether it's fixed flipping, selling luxury real estate, whatever it is, I would love to venture into that. Um, Otherwise, I'm a very competitive guy and I love TV. So Amazing Race, The Challenge, something like that would be super fun. Super fun to do. Um, but I guess tonight I'm going on the Andy Bravo show, super excited about the or Andy Cohen show on Bravo. Um, so I'm excited with that with Serenity and just kind of getting back into reality at this point. But I'm not done on TV, so I'm going to keep like looking and exploring for new options. We'll see your face again on there. <laughs> <laughs> this is just but, a star for Andy for sure. But yeah. <laughs> It was a good summer though. It was super fun. Love Island was an excellent experience. And like, I am super grateful that, you know, I took that risk. Yeah. We had so much fun watching you. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you'll never get over the whole mama's boy situation, but. (laughs) There's worse things to be known for. I mean, I'm not going to say like, yeah, I I have a good relationship with my mom. I'm sorry that. Mom. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry about it. Yeah. It, just, it just happened to look a certain way. But no, I just have a really good connection with my mom. I guess that's really all it is. But Dude, yeah. make mama's boy merch. Honestly, you should. Make mama's boy merch. merch. <sighs> no, I don't know if I want to start that. <laughs> like, you know the sales would go crazy if you yeah. did. 
how can we're, we're just helping you build your brand here. <laughs> I will look to venture to start my brand a different way. And if I have to go down that road, we'll go down that road. You'll say mama's boy. Just Instagram handle to yeah, mom. I don't know if you guys know that she is my business partner too. And so she's been a realtor for 17 years. And so the boy and team, my real estate team is actually her and I. So her and I are in business together. God. See, here we are. You so, got to get her on TV too then. You got to take her with yeah. You just lean into it, and then you guys can have a mother-son real estate show. Yep. (laughs) And then the mom and boy merch will make sense. (laughs) All right. Well, maybe we got a little something to play with down the road here. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you so much, Andy. It was so much fun to chat with you. And it was just cool to get to see, like, different sides of you that we didn't see on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was, this was a super fun interview. So I had a blast getting to chat with you guys and meet you guys. Andy was so sweet. Okay. I totally get the mama boy vibes from him. <laughs> and I know he's like kind of trying to move past that. But we are telling you, Andy, you need to make the merch. <laughs> Lean into it because that's like make a brand for yourself. Lean into it. You love your mom. She seems sick too. So like let's just let's just do it, okay? <laughs> team mama's like, boy yeah team mama's boy i was he was a lot sweeter than i i don't know what i was imagining but i liked him it was yeah. it's so fun seeing them like that instead of like only on the tv <laughs> i know we're learning so much about them through all of these interviews i love it i love it so much so thank you guys so much for listening to break from reality you can listen to new episodes the day after a new episode of love island usa and find us wherever you get your podcasts the show is hosted by us, Hannah Kosh and Justin Sarrow. Break from Reality is a Wheelhouse DNA production. The show is produced by Cassie Berman and Leah Sutherland and edited by Trent Barboza. Make sure to subscribe to the series. And if there's another Love Island super fan in your life, let them know about the show.